Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Attraction is not a choice. This is a phrase that I've seen many times in my YouTube comments, and I'm willing to bet that you've heard quite a few times around the traps as you've tried to learn to get more successful with women. But do I believe that this phrase is patently wrong? Or am I just in a state of self-denial telling myself that it's wrong so I can sleep at night having been a dating coach for over 10 years? Well, actually, I think there's quite a bit of truth to this saying, but as in most things when it comes to human behavior and especially dating, there's a lot of gray area. And today I want to talk to you about why I'm a dating coach and why the phrase attraction isn't a choice is much more complicated than it at first seems. Imagine for a second that you're sitting at home, minding your own business, playing a great game of doom, when suddenly the doorbell rings. So you get up from your desk, you go downstairs, you open the door, and waiting for you there is a salesman. And the salesman is there to sell you the Penis Shrinkinator 3000. Now, I'm willing to bet that no matter how good this salesperson is, you aren't going to want to buy his product. And I don't care if he is the most funny guy. I don't care if he builds amazing rapport with you. You're not going to want to pay for the Penis Shrinkinator 3000. And this is the argument for the phrase, attraction isn't a choice. Because if a girl just doesn't like you, just isn't interested, it doesn't matter how funny you are. It doesn't matter how much rapport you have with her. If she sees you and thinks, I'm not attracted in one way or another at all to that guy, there is nothing you can say that's going to change her mind. And I agree. But yet, in sales, to go back to that analogy, every salesperson knows that the difference between a really average salesperson and a really incredible salesperson is measured in the millions of dollars, even if they're both trying to sell the same product. So what's going on with this attraction isn't a choice analogy, and why is it more complicated than it seems? Well, in sales, it's because... A lot of people that you're going to talk to in sales aren't going to be in the market for your product right now. Maybe they have been thinking about it a little bit, but they're not ready to buy. Maybe they've been looking at a competitor product uh, and sort of had their mindset on that, hadn't really been thinking about yours. There can be a number of reasons. Maybe they already have a product, but it's, it's kind of frustrating them. And if you can show them a better option, they might be willing to buy, but they hadn't thought of it in the past. The truth is that in sales, there are a lot of what we call maybes. And a great salesperson recognizes that if you're a a no, it's best to close up shop and move on and talk to someone else. But if you're a maybe, right, or even a, a probably not, but perhaps, if you fall into that bandwagon, a great salesperson knows you can be sold to, right? That you may well want to buy that product if I do a great job as a salesperson. More, More on what a great job would be. But it's the same thing with women. Definitely, sometimes you as a guy... You're going to meet women, and the women are going to be like, no, just not interested, no way, no how. And it's not just about looks, it can be personality as well. I come across a little cocky at times. I come across quite confident when I'm talking to women. And some women, they don't like that. That's a turn off for them. 
I know that's a huge surprise, but it happens, right? When, when I can't be everything to all women, some women are gonna just think, no, don't like this guy straight off the bat. Or maybe I'm not their type. Or maybe because I'm only 5'8", they only like tall guys. Totally fine. If it's a definite no, it's a definite no. But you'll be amazed that a lot of the time for a woman, when they see a guy, it's maybe. It's, I don't know, I'm not convinced yet, eh, right? And so this is where my job comes in as a dating coach, is helping guys to understand that they can, with skill, with social skills, with being able to connect, build rapport, um, create chemistry with laughing and banter and playfulness, they can turn maybes into yeses. I cannot, no one can turn a no into a maybe. And this is where I agree with the phrase, that attraction isn't choice. Because if you're definitely not liking a guy, you're screwed. And on the flip end of the scale, if a woman looks at you and goes, hell yes, you don't need any skill whatsoever. And this plays out into sales as well. Now, I'm going to jump back and forth because they're quite analogous to each other and they, they make for good education. Every salesperson knows that what low level, like kind of really not very good salespeople do is they only convert people who are already a hell yes. So they go and they go to meetings, they go to sales meetings, and the only people that really buy from them are those who are already ready to buy, who are totally locked and loaded, right? They don't need selling to. Actually, a, a chimpanzee who could speak English could do the job. It doesn't require any skill at all. And actually, most guys are like this. So what most guys do is they just rely on waiting till they find a woman who is a hell yes. Doesn't require anything to be done in between. It's like, she's already hell yes, I'll go with her. Unfortunately for most guys, you're not going to get a lot of hell yeses. I mean, if you're a six foot three, you know, tanned, probably white, depending on what country you are, guy, ideally if you've got money and a full head of hair, that would be brilliant, you know, and you're genetically gifted, you're going to get some hell yeses. You're going to get plenty of hell yeses. And so you don't need much talent to be successful with women. However, if you're more average or below average, you're going to get a lot you're going to get no hell yeses or very few hell yeses. And you're going to get some or plenty of maybes, you know, and, and, and my job as a dating coach is first of all, to help you get as many maybes as possible. Now, obviously we can't all be genetically gifted, right? So you might be five foot flat, slightly overweight, um, going slowly, going bold, right? You got all these things going against you and you can't help a lot of those things, but you can get in shape. The other thing you can do is start to dress better. You can work out, you can be healthy, you can smell great, right? So you can do as much as possible with what you've got. Now, ideally, yes, we'd all be super good looking and dating life would be easier. But the more you do with yourself with what you've got, the more maybes you're going to get. And the more maybes you get, that's really where my job as a dating coach comes in, is trying to convert those into a yes for you. And I think this is another misconception that guys can easily have about dating coaching is that it's about trying to manipulate women into liking you. And it's not. That's the that's the rookie strategy. That's the low quality strategy. The sales version would be the pushy sales guy, right? So, you know, we've all experienced it where you get a sales guy's like, you ready to buy it? You ready to buy it? I'm sure you want this product. You must want this product. Calls you like every second day. Hey, have you thought about the product yet? Have you thought about, right? The really pushy, annoying salesperson. Now, he will get more sales than a guy who doesn't push at all, who just does nothing. That's fair. But... Everyone who's really incredible at sales knows sales isn't about pushing. It's about building really great relationships with people and, 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 and selling the product in, in dating parlance, that would be yourself, in such a way that, that people want to pursue you to get the product. That's what really great salespeople do. They're never chasing. 
right? The guys at the top of the sales funnel, they're not chasing people. They're never chasing people. Um, that's just not how their sales work. That's not how high-level sales work. And it's the same thing with dating. You're not trying to be that pushy, manipulative, coercive guy. That is the low-quality strategy that guys use at the bottom of the dating tier. The guys who are really great at this stuff don't do that. They're not manipulating. They're not trying to force women. What they're doing is they're being fun. They're being engaging. They're just being a guy that the women want to be around. And they pull women in rather than trying to you know, push women to date them. Come on, come on, come on, right? Women just feel compelled to go to them. And that's the skill set that you're trying to develop for all those maybes and all those maybes to get them to start chasing you. The other role that I play as a dating coach, and this is also a big one, most guys, what they do is they don't go and meet women. You know, they, they sit around and they hope that women are going to come to them. And it's a terrible strategy. It wouldn't work in sales. It wouldn't work anywhere. You need to be getting out there and actively meeting women. You know, and a lot of guys... That's one of the big roles I play is helping them to overcome that hurdle, that emotional hurdle of I'm out and I see women I'd like to talk to that I might well match with, but I'm too afraid to do anything about it. Right? And helping guys over that hurdle is a big role that I play. It's also a big role that dating coach, um, sales coaches play is helping people over the hurdle of making those cold calls, making those cold approaches on potential clients, You know, walking into offices and not being like all closed off and nervous and shy when they approach a prospective client right? Uh, acting like or, or behaving like or realizing that they have value to bring to a client is the same thing as me helping you realize you have value to bring to a woman. Now, this entire principle also gets transposed into online dating. A lot of guys get really frustrated with their Tinders and their Bumbles. Like I get it in my comments feed as well around these apps. And guys will say, oh, it's full of fake profiles. All the women just want attention. And their the reasoning is, well, all these women will swipe right on me, but then they won't talk to me. Or they'll talk to me a little bit and they'll disappear. It's totally flaky. It's a scam. It's a setup. Every single one of those women matching with you is a maybe. It's not a hell yes. Unless you're a really good looking guy, you're going to get some hell yeses. Congratulations. Good for you. But for most guys, those, those right swipes, they're maybes. So you have a maybe and it's your job to learn to convert it. And if you're not good at converting maybes to yeses, you're not going to get any women. They're all going to disappear. They're going to evaporate. Exactly. I've been in sales and exactly the same thing happens in sales. If you, you are no good at converting maybes to yeses and you're just waiting for the hell yeses, you'll make no sales and you'll feel frustrated. And you won't understand why that guy over there who's selling the exact same product you are is making hundreds of sales while you struggle to make one or two. You know, it's the same thing. And this is, this is, I'm sorry to reiterate, but this is my role as a dating coach. And so, yeah, the term uh, attraction isn't negotiable is, is true to a degree. To the degree that when it's a hell yes or a hell no, it's really hard to change their minds. But when it's a maybe, that's the gray area. And, and if you think about your own lives, I'm willing to bet you experience maybes all the time. How many times do you see a woman and you think, nah, she's okay, or... Eh, or, you know, something along those lines, right? It's, it's what you call the maybe. That's a maybe. Because how many times have you, if you've got a dating history, I know some of you don't have any at all, and that's fine, but if you've got a dating history, how many times have you ended up dating or sleeping with a girl who was a maybe to start? I'm willing to bet for a lot of you, that's happened more than once. So, yeah, dating is built around maybes and converting them, and that's why that phrase, attraction isn't a choice, it's true, but it's, it doesn't, it doesn't clearly define what dating coaching is all about, right? And I know I draw a lot of comparisons between that and sales, and I know they're not perfectly linked to each other, but there are a hell of a lot of similarities, and it doesn't make for a good analogy to help understand where I'm coming from here. Now, if you're in this journey trying to learn to be more successful with women, 
You've probably had the experience where you read a whole bunch of different strategies for being better with women, and a lot of them just feel completely wrong for your personality. And the truth of the matter is that if you're an introverted guy or you're an extroverted guy, you should be employing radically different strategies for attracting women. You don't want to change who you are. You don't want to change your personality to be more successful with women. Now, I've developed a extensive personality testing program. It's completely free to check out. Uh, I'll stick a link up here so you can check it out and down in the links below. But basically, I'm going to be looking at 16, what's called 16 um, factors of your personality. And you're going to go through this testing process. At the end, you're going to be told exactly how your how your personality profiles impact your dating life. So it's going to tell you what your strengths are going to be and what your weaknesses are going to be. For example, if you are an extrovert, you are going to be really fantastic at talking to a group of girls and building massive social value that way so that the girl you like is going to want to date you. If you're an introvert, you're going to be really fantastic on a one-on-one situation, extra, um, um, getting a girl away from her friends in a group and building incredible rapport with her and a connection. That's going to be your skill set. So. All these different factors of your personality are going to mean that you're going to have different strengths and weaknesses in the dating game that you want to use to your advantage. So never follow a dating strategy that's going to tell you you've got to change who you are because that's not how dating should be working. So go ahead and check out that test. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.